Welcome back to the Maimonides Minute. Today's shiur is sponsored in honor of Chava Bas Pesya. We continue with Hilchot Chameitzu Matzah, Perek Dalet Halacha Zayin. Omer Hu Yisrael Lagoy, a Jew, in the process of selling his chameitz to a non-Jew, may say to the non-Jew, Instead of buying it for a hundred, buy it for two hundred. Instead of buying from a non-Jew, buy from a Jew. Perhaps I will need to buy it back from you after Pesach. All three of these statements are hints that the Jew is giving to the non-Jew that he's going to want to buy back his chametz after Pesach, as we do when we sell chametz nowadays. All of these are allowed. He is allowed to hint that he's going to buy back the chametz after the Chag. However, he may not sell it to the non-Jew with an explicit condition. He may hint, but the condition that he's going to buy it back may not be explicit. If he did this, he has violated the prohibitions of and He did not successfully sell his chametz because the condition of buying it back was explicit rather than implicit and hinted at. Halachachet Tarovet chametz, a mixture of chametz rather than chametz gamor. If one possesses it, he still has violated the prohibitions of Bayira'ah and Bayimatse. Kigon, for example, Hamoryas, fish brine which includes some wheat in it, Bikuta Chabavli, a type of Babylonian sour cream which also has wheat in it, Beshechar Hamadi, and a certain type of beer, Shosino Tomina Kemach, which is made from flour, and all other foodstuffs made in this manner like these. Aval, however, something which is a mixture of chametz, but may not be eaten, a person is allowed to possess it over Pesach. Halachatet, Ketzad, how does this work? A trough used by leather workers, who put into it flour and leather. Even if it's put in just one hour before the time of destroying chametz, one is allowed to maintain that chametz. Because it's put together in the leatherworking process, it becomes disgusting and therefore is no longer called chametz such that one can eat it. And accordingly, one is allowed to maintain it during Pesach. If, however, he put it into the trough but did not put any leather into it, meaning that it's not yet disgusting, if it's more than three days before the time of destroying chametz, mutar. One may still maintain it afterwards. Because by then, after three days have passed, regardless of whether leather has been put into it, it has become disgusting and is no longer considered food. If, however, it is within three days of the time of destroying chametz, he must destroy it if he had not put leather into it because it's still considered good enough that it can be called edible. Halachayud. V'chein ha-kilor, similarly, with eye salve, la-retia and with a bandage with some sort of cream on it, v'atiryak, and a certain type of medicine that is used on the skin against snake bites, shnatan l'tochan chametz, all of which have in them chametz, mutar l'kaman b'pesach, one is allowed to own them on Pesach, sh'areni v'sadad surat chametz because the look of chametz, the fact that it is chametz has been destroyed, it's no longer recognizable as chametz. Halacha yudalef. Bread itself, chametz gamor, that has become spoiled and is no longer edible even by a dog. 
and similarly, a type of chametz that one puts over certain types of wounds and has gone bad, even though it was theoretically edible beforehand, one does not need to destroy them. Once a dog may no longer eat them, if they're that bad, they're not considered chametz such that one may not maintain it on Pesach. If a dog can no longer eat it, one is allowed to keep it over Pesach. Begadim clothes that were washed with a product of wheat, and similarly, papers that were glued together with a flour mixture, and other things like this, you are allowed to maintain them and own them over Pesach. And one is not violating the prohibitions of lo and lo by maintaining them. Because they no longer have the look and feel of chametz. They're not considered chametz at this point. Halacha yud bet. Something which has chametz mixed within it, and is not food at all. Oh, or, or it's not food for most people. Such as this medicine that's used as a salve against snake bites and things like that. Even though, as we said, one may own it and one is not violating by owning it over Pesach. One may not eat it until Pesach is over. Even though one is allowed to own it, one may not eat it. And even if this non-food product has only the tiniest bit of chametz in it, and one would be allowed to maintain it over Pesach because we said it is not food, nevertheless, one is not allowed to eat it. This is the concept of achshavai. Achshavai means that even though something is not food, if a person eats it, he's demonstrating that to him it is a form of food, and therefore he's not allowed to do so over Pesach, even if fundamentally it is not food. If he does not eat it, he's allowed to maintain it over Pesach, but he is not allowed to put it into his mouth. That's all for now on the Maimonides Minute. If you want to sponsor a podcast, write to aliza at jewishcoffeehouse.com.